how do I say goodbye to 2019? Bye, bitch. Hey. (laughs) Goodbye, 2019. Goodbye, 2019. Not a lot of people were a fan of you. I, I wasn't mad at 2019. 2019 was an interesting year. 2019 was good to me. I don't know what I don't know what people tripping about. 2019 was a very interesting year. Yeah, like I guess like what like what constitutes a good year, what constitutes a bad year? I guess it's Let's get into it. The recent Rob podcast. Like, that's an interesting thought, right? Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Recent Raw Podcast. I am Ra. I am Reese. And you are listening to episode 24, and I think we've got it right this time. We got it right this time. the Recent Raw Podcast. Thank you so much for joining in. Um, all uh, 40 of you guys, we really, really appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> it's like a little nice, nice, cute round table. Facts. Um, we are at the end of another year. Yeah, yeah. So and two days. The end of a decade. Yeah, I'm not even, you know, like people are like really, I'm not feeling this end of the decade like thing. Why? When, when, when I, like, like, let me be clear. Like, I don't want to say like, oh, I'm not feeling something. Like, you, like when I'm not feeling a song, I'm like, I'm not feeling a song. I'm saying like, I don't like feel any significance about the end of the decade. Right. Like, I don't feel it. Oh, I feel it. You know, like like how you could have the Christmas spirit or not have the Christmas spirit. Like oh, you don't yeah. feel it. You don't like, have I the just end don't, of the decade spirit. I don't. I don't have any feels. About I have it. it. Yeah, yeah, I have feel no feels. I have no feels. It's about a it very transitional. I don't know. Maybe because I'm an empath. I don't know if that's it. I don't. I don't know the reason, but I feel just the energy in people that I talk to, people that I have conversations with. There's just a very transitional energy. Um, where ev- with everyone, you know, like ten years, it's almost like the feeling of Sunday. You know, Sunday like tomorrow is Monday, and I'm gonna start a new week, or yeah. tomorrow is the first of the month. I'm starting a new month, you know, and the same thing with starting a new year. That you know, ten years. If you look at the last ten years of your life, and you think about, damn, what did I do? Yeah, what am I doing? And what am I going to do? I mean, that's real. It's real. It's real. I guess it's just like I just don't feel, you know. I I feel I feel like the like the shift, you know, it being this new year. But I don't like the shift of it being a new decade has not really. It, it hasn't impacted me as deeply. Oh, it's I think. impacted me. We can talk about it, honey. We definitely will. We can we talk about will. it. But you know, we're excited. You know, going into twenty 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 twenty. Got that. Uh, I don't have a damn. I don't have a line. No, I, I don't, don't have a line either. Damn, like, was it 2020 vision, 20, I feel 2020 like. 2020 vision, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Roaring 20s. Um, you know, everybody's recapping their decades, their year. There's the 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 10-year challenge and what you what you trying to do in 2020? What am I trying to do in 2020? Uh 2020 is just more so I think it's about I think it's about being like focused and disciplined. Like that's the Focus that's the two things that I want. Consistent. Focus, discipline, consistent. Three things that we just always fuck up. <laughs> just aggressively moving towards where I want to, like where we want to be, and like not 
taking shorts or taking shortcuts or not making excuses just like really yeah. zeroing in i'm looking at this hennessy pure white in our um liquor cabinet as we're having this conversation and i'm can we just finish this off in 2019 can we not bring that into 2020 you want to you want to you want to dust it, it off it's tonight? like tonight i don't know about tonight you Maybe, want me to get two shot glasses right now what's up not no i don't want to waste it on no i want to like let's do it to bring in the new year okay Okay. To bring in the new year, let's let's have our that's yes, our let's own little shot. Yes, We're not gonna bring because like guys, it's really a petty amount. It's like you know that little little last bit of liquor at the it's bottom. It's literally two shots. <laughs> but, just, but it's just like it's Hennessy Pure White, which if anyone knows, you can't get that in the states. So anytime you travel, you get you get some. But then when you hold on to it for dear life and you sip it like it's it's liquid gold basically pretty much <laughs> um but it's looking at us like yeah don't do this to me like just finish it off and that means we need to travel and buy some more okay um i just wanted to share that I'm with we're shoes. gonna finish off this hennessy pure white to Might bring as well in, bring in the new year yeah let's get rid of it 2020 um okay. what we got going on um holidays the last time we talked you know we survived christmas that was cool it was real chill we didn't travel on purpose um, but my mom and you know my fam, so shout out to them, the squad. You know, we just ate a lot. You know, way too much, but it was way beautiful too much, though. but it was worth it. <laughs> it was so mom. funny because I, I don't eat pork, <laughs> and uh, Reese, he's an occasional pork eater, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but my mom like. made this like crazy ass ham, and <laughs> my mom is. I mean, if anyone has a Caribbean mother or just a black mom, period, um, you know, at the end of every Christmas. If there's leftovers, like she like gives you like all the leftovers and you really can't say no. Like you just facts. You just take it. Like she gave I <laughs> she was gave like, nah, Reese, that's too much. Cause she knew he ate ham. He doesn't eat ham like that, but he wasn't gonna tell her no. So she gave like enough ham to last like two weeks. This is way too much. I he was eating ham and eggs every morning. There's nothing I could do with that. Like I can't I He's can't do that like, every day. I can't eat no more ham. I'm like I got it. I can't I'm not going into twenty twenty with that type of energy. No ham. No, we don't need We're no not doing that. No. Nah, fam. Nah, fam. No pork we had on a, a fork. We had no pork on my fork. Um, I don't swine you know and dine. About to go ham hard as mother. Let these niggas know who I am. Hey. Yeah, I'm about to go ham hey. hard as a motherfucker. Let these niggas uh, know. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Had a moment. I had a moment. Yeah. So no ham in 2020. Um, what else are you, are you not bringing into 2020? What is that? That little meme that they have walking into 2020, leaving all this yeah extra shit behind you. See, I don't even I don't even really think it about like what I'm leaving behind. I think it's just more so about like what I'm morphing into and what I'm adapting for for my own personal growth. Like yeah. I'm adapting new things for my own growth. Right. Yeah. It's important. It's important. It's really, really important. We had a end of the year meeting and oh guys, well there's just so many cool things that we want to share with you. Like we know we failed you this year in terms of just consistency and promotion and you guys, you know, we're sorry. We we just the first year of the podcast was a complete accident. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We were just like trial and error. We threw it out on the wall. Did it stick? It kind of stuck. So then the second year, we're like, oh, this is really cool. We can make this happen. But we just weren't consistent. We didn't really take it seriously. So now ending 2019, going into 2020, we realized from your feedback, 
really and truly from the people that this is dope when we see everybody when we pull up and people show us love we're like okay we're gonna take this seriously so 2020 we are going to get serious with the reese and Ra podcast with that being said babe what do we have coming up what do we have coming up i think um I mean, for 2020, it's just like, so just going back and, and recapping for everything that we kind of wrote out for our own personal goals. It's really it's really just about leveling up in all ways. So, yeah. I mean, we're getting married. New content. New content. It'll be it'll be some, some visuals, things. some visuals. Uh, we kind of we got some lights and stuff. We got some we're going to get we got some, some lenses lights. and cameras and like we going to like venture it's into gonna be the visual world a it's little gonna, bit. It's going to be different. I'm it's excited. I'm excited. Um, we're going to be a little bit more consistent with our schedules. Um, you're going to get a little bit more inside view of what we got going on because we, we recognize our value and, and we do want to inspire those out there who are just really trying to navigate, you know, being a creative, dating, you know, all of that shit in, in a nutshell. So we, we are excited about 2020. Um, hold us accountable, man. Like, keep us in check. You know, we, we're trying to hold each other more accountable because we enable each other a lot yeah but um, facts. big facts i'm excited for 2020 so what's what's our first segment what we got coming right now we had a damn gina um damn gina damn gina damn it gina damn gina them jeans they must be uptight mama what did yo what, what was the damn gina i don't know see this is we fucking up already this is the last episode of the year we can afford this but Yo, not int- you, you don't remember what it was i'm trying to remember right now uh, oh this the the scenario like being messy on oh, social media yeah being mm, messy on social honey, media honey, honey. so one thing about once again 2019 ending a year ending a decade is people feel the need to get a little bold on social media and i just it's so interesting because i just have my popcorn next to me and i'm like ooh, that's how you feel <laughs> people just be putting all their business on blast they say you know what i'm not going into 2020 with this feeling i'm gonna call out people and, and i just you know <sighs> people who put all of their mess on social media is so tacky it is so why are you even why are you putting that energy out there and then they use like the i'm cleansing no you know what so that's that's one thing right that's one thing i think that that uh, like messiness on social media is the it's 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 entertaining it's funny but you're trash (laughs) i'm gonna say that right now like i can't i can't i can't trust you in a friendship i can't trust you in a relationship i know that you're messy unless you can put things out there but like the worst part of it all is like people posing as people who have good who energy. they're not they I, pretend to be someone that they're not like they go on the gram and they're just like i am this super enlightened inspiring woke spiritual spiritual person who lives this perfect life you know and then they like condemn everybody else and i'm just like but and I, I know so much about your life and it really no. ain't like okay. that. Fam. So I'll be I'll be patient enough to say, right, that like I do believe that like you can be spiritual and not have your shit together. Right. I do believe that you can be on a path and not have your shit together. I don't think that you can be like spiritual and like 
like you you know what I'm talking like there are like these there are like these these influencers and these these this 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 realm of people who are like super work who like burn incense and like meditate and post flicks of yoga like you can't be on your path to enlightenment and be messy though like I don't even think that they coexist like that it's you just so, messy. so um it's so common you would be so surprised it's nah, interesting I don't rock with it um, yo I don't even know if this is really like a whole segment, but this is something that we all noticed as we were watching people just like recap their. It was a lot of messy energy on the internet. Yeah, like just, in just, just in general. Just in general. Just like a just lot in of general. Messy you got to recalibrate who you're following, fam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big facts. Big but that's, facts. That's crazy. But um, let's talk a little bit about like the. I know you don't want to talk about it. The last decade. I know. But it's really important to reflect. I love reflecting. Reflecting is important. And so for the Venus versus Mars segment. I'm from Mars and you from Venus. I'm from Mars Venus versus Mars. Venus. Let's talk about like what were you doing in 2010? So ten, so going into 2010. Yeah, 2009. No, yeah, wait. Mm. Yeah, going into 2010. 2009 going into 2010. Yeah. All right. So first of all, I don't remember. I was twenty five. I can say that I remember oh, you're that. Oh, baby. Yeah, I was twenty five. Um, I can say that I was, you know, I was probably, I was like what a sophomore in college. I went to school late, ladies and gentlemen. A late bird. It's was, okay. uh, yeah. Better late than never. Yeah. So I went to school late. I was I was a sophomore in college. You got your degree. It's all that matters. I was in a relationship. You were in a relationship. So I, okay, how long were you in the relationship at that point? Uh, at that point, we were in the relationship for three, almost four years. Wow. Yeah. So you started off this decade in a committed, you were three years in. So you what started like in 2007, 2008? Yeah, we started. I, I, I can't remember like, uh, like, like the time. Right. I can't remember. I was... You know, I was well. I just you guys turned like living 22. together? We were living together too, and all going that. into 2010. Yeah, I had turned 22 when we started that relationship. So 2010, going into 2010, I was in a relationship that was probably not really the right one. Well, not probably. How I can we say, say probably? Are you sure. Like, how can, you, how can we say probably? We have a couple months for you to figure that out. You know what? <laughs> it's been figured out. It's okay. written in stone. Like Let that me was. Know. That Let was, me know. Yeah, I was in a situation that was not the right situation for me. Uh, probably not the right situation for her either. Um, but I was figuring things out, and it was yo, oh my god! I'm so glad that we're talking about this right now. Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's how I began. It sounds like you just went to a space. Well, nah, just I just I see like the evolution from that guy to, to now. To who I you did are not now. see that yeah. guy becoming this guy. Yeah, yeah, no, facts, it's crazy. Big facts, crazy. Me going into 2010, 2009, I was a senior in college. I was 21. Okay. Yeah, I was 21 because I turned 22 in 2010. Yeah, Um, something like that. Yeah, so I was 21 going into my senior. I was going to be graduating, graduating senior. Um, I had just went natural. Okay. But I was wearing braids because, you know, that was the era. 2010 was the era of, like, that's when, like, becoming natural was like a thing it, that's when it like started pop yeah. the 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 twa do you know what a twa stands for no it stands for teeny weeny afro it was like ah, all the black women yeah, yeah. were just like cutting off their hair and i had the an big Afri- chop. yeah the big chop mm-hmm. i had an african-american um 
my my minor in college was African American studies, and my African American studies teacher, shout out to Dr. Rose, um, she was like, oh, she's just amazing. So she was my inspiration because she walked into the class with like a dashiki on, and her locks like down to her back, and she was just like everything that you were taught was a lie. Like that was like the first thing she said. And so she kind of like exposed me to who I was as a black woman and like really got me like thinking and reevaluating like my purpose and who I want to be and what kind of stamp do I want to leave in this world and not to let the white man hold me down, you know, yeah. Ashe, basically. Okay. So that was going into 2010. And so going into 2010 was, I think when I, <laughs> for lack of a better word, this is so cliche, I I woke up. Okay. Yeah. I, I was, you know, I was still in college. I was Ooh. had a, I got my degree in psychology. Shout out to UM. And I was just like, okay, what am I going to do that is different? Yo. What am I going? To, I I had no I had no idea I was going to be a DJ. Okay. I had no idea I was moving to Atlanta. I was still in Miami. Yeah. I had no idea how I was going to get a job because 2010, for anybody that remembers 2010, that was the year of the recession. So there were no jobs available. Yeah. Nobody was hiring. All the all the homes were foreclosed, were foreclosing. People were losing jobs left and right, and the, and the economy was really, really bad. Yeah. And that was the highest student loan debt rate, like time frame, was the year I graduated. Yo. <laughs> 2010 <laughs> yo it's it's all coming back to me like a flood now right yeah 2010 was when i embarked on my music journey like i released yo, my first mixtape in that's, 2010 that's dope right see like that was so 10 years ago you wouldn't even know me if it wasn't for 2010 2010 was important yeah like, oh I'm, so that's part of because that's, that's it's a part of how we're connected actually. really yeah Ooh, that's cool how so okay so 2010 um I remember, like, so 2010, I was 25 going into the new year. Okay. I turned 26, and, like, during that time, I'm a sophomore, and I had a class called New Business Ventures, mm -hmm. which, like, really made me think about how am I going to get this money and turn something into a business. Right. And, like, meanwhile, my pen back home is completely crazy. Oh, you was right. Everybody know. Oh, everybody you had, knew. You right? was you was number one. Now, I was, like, 100 bars every time I see you. Yeah. Like, every day, every other day. Like, right. everybody knew. Like, it wasn't a secret, but I never took it serious. And then in 2010, I was like, all right, I'm going to make this. I'm going to drop. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 make some music. And I started working on this project. It was mm -hmm. the first time I ever grew my beard out, too. Ooh. I grew my beard out the whole entire time I was working on this project. I love it. So It's like a different type of hunger that you had. It's a different type of hunger. So I dropped this project, and my homie Tino, who you know Tino. Yeah, shout right? out to Tino. My homie Tino, I hook up with him and his brother, right? Nick. And Nick. I met Nick first, and Nick introduced me to Tino. Yeah. And then we made this project together. Yeah. And then right after the project. House Huh? Is this house shoes? Uh, in, my, in my shoes. Oh, shit. It's all good. It's I would have failed loving last week's episode. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so so, uh, so I dropped Volume this. Volume one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I dropped this project, and Tino's like, Yo, you gotta meet my man Ox. This shit is crazy. Ooh. So he passes the joint to Ox. I matter of fact, I get Ox's email. Okay. I'm at school in the library. Uh-huh. I shoot Ox an email. I and I walk to my car thinking nothing of it. I send him my mixtape. I shoot it. I walk to my car. 
by the time I get to my car, he sends me a treatment for the for like a video. He's like, yo, this is what we should do. Boom, 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 boom. This is crazy. Woo, 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 woo. And then I met Ox like the next week. And ladies and gentlemen, guess who Ox is? Stolen drums. So stolen this how stolen drums is how I ended up getting into controllerized, which is how I met you. Yeah. So 2010 was like 2010 was pivotal. the beginning of our story. That's crazy. Without us even knowing we, that we would have met our damn it's partner, good. our soulmate, our the person, our human. This is good to talk about, right? This is, yeah, this is really crazy. good to talk about. So, but I mean, you and I both weren't even thinking about that because you were focused on your craft and dealing with a toxic relationship. Oh my god, I. Was, I in 2011 is when I jumped into <laughs> a toxic relationship that it wasn't toxic in the beginning, but then it just yeah. quickly morphed into that. Um, so you were in that relationship up until the point that I met you, or was that a different relationship? That was a different yes, relationship. Yes, no, it was the same relationship. Wait. No, nah, it had to be a different one because it's 2010. 2011 was when I met him. So I so we fast forward a whole year. Oh, so how long? Y'all were together for eight years? No. we 2017 was when I met you. That's five, five oh, and some change. Oh, you're right, yo. Yeah, oh, I met shit. you in 2017. Yeah, okay, okay. My, my mind is, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so okay. 20, my mind is 2017 all. was when I met you, and we and him were together for from 2011 to 2017. So five, almost six years. Okay, so more more importantly about the last decade, tell me tell me about the transition from 2010 Ra to 2020 Ra, because oh, that's wow. a whole... So, I listened to, you know, I decided, you know, I wanted to DJ. I've always wanted to do it, and I decided to to shoot my shot. Um, I am, man, if I, if I could talk to 2010 Raw, and I'd be like, yo, like, girl, honey, um, you, don't worry about your locks looking crazy because you're going to end up looking fly. I would have t- told her that. I would have been like, you know what, um, Stop worrying about these niggas out here. Yeah. Focus on you. Work on you. Um, I would have told her that you are not in control of everything around you. You cannot be in control. The only thing that you can control is yourself. Stop stressing about the unknown. It is all going to work out. Mind you, I'm still telling 2020, <laughs> 2020 raw that. But 2010 raw was just so insecure she was and when when i say insecure i mean she just didn't really know her place you know yeah. um especially when she decided to dj she just wanted to have a place where she can feel comfortable and really be herself and so the whole last 10 years has been just that and finding you know my craft and finding what i really love and finding what I like, what I, what I don't like and the people that I like and the people that I don't like, you know, um, learning how to say no. Facts. Yeah, it it was, it was a lot, a, a lot of lessons learned and I could go on for hours about a lot of those aha moments. Yeah. What about you? Who, uh, yo, the transition from 2010 to, to 2020 reaches, like, I don't even I don't even know that guy anymore. Yeah, it's she's a whole nother girl. It's a whole nother person. Yeah. So, are you okay. proud though? Like, how do you? No, like- I'm super proud. I'm super proud. So I can tell you, I can tell you that ten years ago, um, I definitely was not as open minded 
to everything. Ah. Like I, I definitely was more open minded than most people that yeah. I was around. So I was always open minded. But like, right. I went from being a picky eater ten years ago to being like the most ridiculous like foodie. Like yeah. food is like my, it's like one of my languages. Like it I is. live and breathe it. Yeah. Like I left home for the first time. I left my mm, comfort zone. Same. I left home for the first time yeah, too. I left my comfort zone. I moved away. I traveled out of the country for the first time i traveled nice. on my own for the first time like I so lived, a lot of I, really big accomplishments happened i lived completely alone for the first time like it like and it like changed like the whole world for me right like my whole world changed in the last 10 years like it like, yeah. i can't go back like there's not a shred of me like the most one of the most important lessons that i've learned um over the last 10 years is to be vocal with people about your expectations about respect and about disappointment and not letting people get away with shit. Yeah. Like holding people accountable. Like, hey, like I don't like what the fuck you did. I'm gonna hold this mirror up to you. Yeah. Like I'm not dealing with your shit on any level. Like I don't have to take any of your toxic shit with me. I'm good. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. That's real. That's that's so real. And it's from from even the last three years, I'll say, with you and I, there has been a, a tremendous growth in you and in me individually and in us together which i think is paramount when you are choosing your partner is you know um really seeing you know is it is it worth it am i growing from this you know individually and i I just had a conversation uh the other day with with one of my friends about it you know and and they were like you know well how do you know it's worth it? Like, how do you know all this time is like, and you just like ask yourself like a couple of questions. Like, am I growing? Am I doing things that I didn't do before? Am I stepping out of my comfort zone? Like these are, you got to check yourself. You got to hold yourself accountable to, you got to look yourself in the mirror, just you, nobody else and see like, how am I different today than I was yesterday? Yeah. If you can't answer those questions and you really got to reevaluate who you spending your time with, you know, Big and uh, I did not learn that lesson until I met you. I was I, I spent so much time with the person that I just was feeding so much of my energy to and I was being drained. I was not being replenished and I kept excusing the whole situation like, oh, well, you know, he'll change or oh, this will happen. And no, oh, and no, oh, and no, oh, and no, oh, and no. Oh. And then five out of the 10 years, six almost out of the 10 years, it's like, bruh, <laughs> you know? But um, no, t- yeah, these these past 10 years have been have been crazy. Do you have any regrets? Um, Yeah, of course. I think that people s- who say they don't have regrets are full of shit. Like, I don't, like, I always hate hearing people say, I don't have regrets because I learned. Shut the, f- you're full of shit. Like, I, I, I like your positivity, so but like, it's just, so, so there's nothing wrong with regrets. Sorry to cut you off, but then yeah. you're basically saying I'm full of shit because I don't have regrets. I really don't. Hmm. Well, okay. Let me, let me, let me put it to you like this. This is interesting. That we this both- is, this is an interesting thought because this is exactly how I feel. Like, I think it's okay to have regret because you can learn from your regret. I don't think that it's like people who say like they- I feel like regret and mistakes or like learning, I think that's, it's like two different well, things. Well, okay, so so I wanna I wanna be easy about like regret. Like there's there's two different types of regret. There's a there's a type of regret that's so painful that you hold on to it that you can't move forward from. Like that's a different type of thing. But like when I'm honest with myself about opportunities or shots that I wish I would've take, taken or like things that I wish I would've did different, like I can be real about that. Like I definitely would have done some things different. Yeah. So 
regret like i'm not painfully locked up about the things that i did like i'm i'm grateful to be in the space that i am i'm grateful that i have gotten the opportunity to grow but would i like do i look back and be like oh Oof, that was bad yeah absolutely yo. i mean but looking back and saying that was bad i don't i can't i can only say now that i don't have regrets because every single thing that has happened in my life has shaped me to be the woman that i am today even though a lot of the things that happen are not my best and finest moments and i'm going to be very honest about that but for me to sit here and say like oh i shouldn't have done that like Maybe I shouldn't have, but I can't say that I regret it because I've learned from it. Like things that I, okay, for example, like even in my past relationship, I was toxic in a lot of ways, a lot of ways. I'm not going to sit here and ever say that it was all him or my partner, you know? And if he's hearing this, I'm pretty sure he's like, yeah, you goddamn right. But he's, but right. It's true. I did a lot of things in my past relationship that I'm not proud of. Um, but I am grateful that I learned from those. You know, it's it's. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm, uh, this mic thing is trash. I'm glad that we brought this up because we actually just watched the Kevin Hart special on Netflix, and if you haven't watched it, it's very interesting whether you like him or not. Um, six six series documentary on um, the last two three years of Kevin Hart's life and how he was just like you know all his cheating scandal scandal and the whole Oscars thing. Um, and what I took away from it, I took a lot and I don't really agree with him on the whole cheating thing. That's another conversation for another day and that whole situation. Um, but you know, his stance on, um, the gay community and I'll, I'll tread lightly, but he, I kind of understand where he's coming from because he's just like, you know, at, at the end of the day, he's like, I don't regret, I don't regret that. Like, he's like, yeah, I made my mistakes and I've owned up to it. But like, you guys have to understand that I am a changed man. Like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be one thing for me to say, I'm still that person 10 years ago when those tweets happen. But like everyone that knows me knows that I am not that person anymore. And I would never speak that way about anybody that I care about and I love or whatever the case may be, you know, he went about it in a very wrong way and he didn't address the severity of it, which, he rectified with a special <laughs> great PR stunt. But um, I understand that where it's just like who I was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Like, yeah, I did things that are not amazing. I can't say that I regret it because it's really helped me become who I am today. Okay. See, I guess, I guess like, so, so we view, we view it the same, but in a different way. Right. So, okay. cause like for me, like my, my regrets are like fuel for like, yo, don't do that again. That didn't But that's feel learning good. from your mistakes. Yeah. But like, I, that doesn't mean that I don't regret certain things. Like, and, and, and I want to be cautious because like, I don't want people to be full of regrets. Like, I think that that's like a, a dangerous sentiment and that's not exactly what I mean when I say regret. Like there are some, there are some, some missteps, some things that I did that I'm like, you know, I remember, I remember, uh, my mother inviting me to go see my aunt. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'll catch her next time. And then she died, right? Like, yeah, I regret that. So like from now on, like it's been like this space of like, ah, let's go do that now. Let's 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 go do that thing. And like 
I do regret that. I don't want to make it seem like it's like a horrible thing that haunts me every day right. because that's not true. Like right. that's not exactly how I feel. Like I do regret that. I wish right. that I would have done things differently. Like I do wish I would have did that differently. Yeah. Then that's not like a thing that haunts and troubles me to this day, but like it's a thing that like helps me to course correct as I move. I got you. And I, that's I can, what I, I definitely mean. understand when yeah. you explain it that way. Yeah. It's just it's just interesting, but you you live and you learn. You live and you learn. These are you big facts. Sa- the same way. So the same way that we feel about, like we both feel like you live and you learn, and yeah. it's, it's shaping who you are today. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we both feel the same about that. Um. But yeah. Um. That that, that was, was intense. A, that wasn't. <laughs> and I'm yo. There's still and moments coming to me from two, like from ten years ago. I'm from really ten years ago. I'm really proud of of who I'm becoming. I'm proud of who you're becoming, and what yeah. I've known you for three. You know, for Natty, almost three years. Yeah, I have accomplished a lot in ten years. I mean, I literally picked up a whole nother career, <laughs> like, and it's so crazy because I I feel like when it comes to Empress Ra, and who she is, which is my alter ego. Um, she has just really, really hit the ground running despite all the hurdles that have come her way. Empress Rise as a DJ, as a creative, um, as a community micro influencer, which is apparently a thing. And I didn't even know people let me know that. Um, and I just feel like a child. I felt, I feel like a baby in that aspect. I feel like I, I have no idea what I'm doing still. Um, but there's so many people that like look up to me and revere me and they're just like, Oh my God, how do you do this? And how did you get here? And I'm just like, bruh, I don't know, dog. I just be shooting my shot. I just be throwing it out there. I'd be just saying like affirmations and just praying that the universe like agrees that this is what should happen. And when it does, I'm like, what? It happened. Um, but ten years ago, I had no idea how man how to make that happen. So I gotta I gotta like throw something up from Drake. I watched Drake's Rap Radar. Oh, um, I didn't get to, I didn't get a chance to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in an interview. I saw phase. snippets. I'm snippets. in a whole interview phase of like. It was right good. Now. I, I I liked it a lot. There was yeah. there were I mean like the, every interview I feel like there are parts like there are gems and jewels that you can right. pick and grab. So it's not like this beautiful thorough thing from the beginning to end. Absolutely. But there are these moments when yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. I'm borrowing that from my life, right? Yeah. So like one of the things that Drake, um, damn, did I just lose it that quick? Just like that. Jesus, that's horrible. So, so we so, all gotta go watch Rap Radar, basically, <laughs> which is what that sounds like. No, so one of the things that um that Drake had thrown up, he was talking about how like you know they asked him if he saw this coming ten years ago because Drake's career started ten years ago. What? Ten years ago, two thousand ten. Like not started, but like that's when he like yeah. That's that's when it that's when he had his first notable mixtape. Right. And I remember that moment. I yeah. remember I was at Sammy's house. Yeah. And we were listening to it, and that's how Damn, I got put on. That was so right, it was ten years ago, right? So so this is really relevant. So one of the things he was saying, he was talking about like, nah, I didn't see it coming this far, and he's like, yeah, but you know, like. You want a million dollars, and then you get your first million dollars, and now all of a sudden you're hanging out with people who have a million dollars or ten million dollars, and like your thoughts change, and you start aiming higher, and you start mm. going bigger, and you start like mm. the possibilities open up in ways that you never saw. Like, and it's so crazy that you say that because we're sitting here plotting the next ten years, what we want to happen, and that those those goals are aggressive. Yeah, but you but know what, But they're feasible because, yo, 2010 Reese and 2010 Ra, if she would have known, if he would have known. 
I don't. Yeah. If you hit, if you would have sat him down and be like, "Fam, this is what's gonna happen in ten years." Like honestly, if I would have did that to myself, I would have looked at like new me, be like, "You lying?" Be like, "Yo, you're full of you're, shit, bro." You Get really need to tell me I'm gonna share a stage with Rakim. Like seriously, yeah. I'm gonna go to Tokyo to DJ and get paid to do it. What? Yeah. I'm gonna get engaged? Like you're lying. You're lying. I'm gonna nah. be like, no. Yo, what? Do you know? Do you know what? Yo, 2010 Reese. 2010 Reese was extremely introverted. Can you <laughs> can you imagine that? Like, bro, you're gonna have locks down to your back. Like, you're gonna have locks. You're gonna have like photo shoots. Never. You're gonna like travel the world. You're gonna go to Bali, fam, and you're gonna DJ in Bali. No, no, none of this. You're gonna shit, perform though. at A3C Festival. The same night as Wu Tang, the Wu Tang Clan, like the Wu Tang Clan, like what? Yeah, it's wild, yo. What? Yeah. You're going to go on a cruise to Cuba, paid for 100 percent by Delta Airlines to DJ. Enjoy and eat as much lobster and steak, even though you don't eat steak. I, I <laughs> eat lobster and steak every day. I know day. you did. <laughs> I drink Hennessy Privilege, Paradiso. Yo. Smoke Cuban cigars. It was, it was You're going to perform in front of 5,000 people. Nah. It's, like, it's, it's crazy um, to me. Like, what? Nah, it's, it's it's really interesting to, like, and, and just not even watching my growth. Like, watching, like, my circle has evolved, right? Yeah. So, like, watching my friends' growth. Like, yeah, all of us. Watching these people around me. Yeah. It's, like, this whole entire journey of, like, man, any, like, I really believe that anything is possible now. And I don't think Facts. I always felt that way. I'm I'm inspired. I'm encouraged. I love reflecting. I really do because it really just reminds me, especially when I be in my feelings and in a funk. Like, oh my god, I'm not like accomplishing what I want. Like, shut up. Look at what you did, fam. Like, look at what you did. And this is like message to every and anybody out there, especially if you had a rough 2019, because 2019 was not kind to a lot of people. Um, I've I've had I had quite a few losses this year you know actually a lot of losses this year um and i know i can speak for a lot of people you know a lot of things happen that just really 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 like a lot of curveballs and so to anybody out there who's just like bruh like how do i like have a positive attitude going into this new decade like yo look at you look at your highlight reel you know, look at your highlight reel, look at your positive things that have happened. Look at the shit that that sucked and how it made you stronger because it's just preparing you for what's what's to come, you know. Um, and facts. I think that's like that's like what I like my biggest takeaway. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah. Yeah. But that was good. So 2019 deuces. Thank you. Thank you very much for all that you have done. Um, 2020. I'm hyped because we're getting me. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one excited. That's nah, right. No, I'm it's hype. whatever. You're not. You're not excited. Well, I don't got the same hypeness as you. I, we you got need to match energies. my. No, match. I can't always match that. I can't always match your energy. But I'm hyped though. I'm like a chill hype over here though. Just let me be chill hype. I'm chill. I'm chilling. But I'm hyped though. So the other day, do we have a what if scenario? Um, do we? Okay, I just made one up. So the other day I was on um, Facebook and uh, somebody posted a photo of a woman who was on the toilet peeing or pooping. I don't know. Her man was in front of her 
And she was a thick-sized woman, you know, real full. You know, she had little curves and rolls, and she was just, just, she just looked really yummy, really she, delicious. She, yeah, she was, she's, she's a, she's a hottie. She, she was, was she was a baddie. She was real thick and curvy, and her man was watching her as she was on the toilet. <laughs> and somebody posted, and it was just like, if I can't do this, then it's not real, or something like that. And then the comments went ham because everybody was like, well, who's taking the picture? And why would you ever do that? And so I just wanted to know, like, what if that happened? Like, are we ever going to get to that space? No. <laughs> you just shut that shit down so quick. No. I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm very comfortable are with you. Are you? Is it, to my part, no, um, so, people so. In, that are married, couples, dating, like, have you ever been so comfortable where you're just like, man, I'm about to take a snap? No, I have. I have in a belief. In front of my partner. No, I have a belief, right? Like, I have. I have a personal belief that, like, w- in order for this thing to still be sexy, we have to maintain some mystery, right? I'm not trimming my nose hairs around you. That's not unattractive, though. It doesn't matter whether it is or not. I'm gonna bring you the presentation. Sometimes, like sometimes, I'm just gonna give you the presentation. We gonna go from zero to hundred. But you walked be, in on me using the bathroom. It's totally fine. Like, how is that? Di- so, no, 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 how no. is that different? No, hear me out on this. Hear me out. It's totally fine if we like just happen to briefly be in the bathroom with each other for a second. I'm not gonna trip about that. But for me, to stand in front of me and have a conversation, I'm, n- I'm not gonna do that. What if when you have kids, like they don't have no filter at all? They don't care. Like, <laughs> I, it's so funny. I had a uh, the other day. I was DJing at a client's house, and I got there early to set up, and he had to take a shower before the the event started. So he like went around to all of his daughters, and he was just like, "Hey, I'm just letting you know, I'm taking a shower. Do not come in my bathroom." Like he had to explicitly tell them. Don't come into the like. Don't like. Don't come into my bathroom. Take a shower. And I was like, "Yo, that's mad respect, yo." Because kids don't care. Kids are little assholes. <laughs> kids are like, "I need you right now." Like, yeah, like no. I I just I, you know what? I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing when you can be that comfortable. And we have gotten very comfortable with with each other. Yeah, I would say. So you we, don't see anything do, wrong with it. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. But, but you don't want to do I it. I don't want you in the bathroom with me while I'm shitting. I want you to stay away. I want that to be my personal private time. I don't want you anywhere near it. I own that time. I own that space when I'm in there doing that thing, and you don't get to participate, and that's just I feel how like I feel. that you don't feel that way when I'm in there, though. You be coming in there like, I got to brush my teeth, and I'm like. But I don't stay in there and brush no, my you... teeth. I'll grab my toothbrush and leave. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right? You know, okay. even at that, I'm not glancing or looking or staring. It's no prolonged thing. I just think that we have to maintain You're not assessing some, the size. No, we got to ma- We have to maintain some mystery. There has to be some mystery. The like looseness. yes, no, I'm good. <laughs> and you know what? It's it, beautiful. It's do you beautiful. assess your poop? You need to assess your poop. I don't. You have to. I just we go in there now. I mean, like. You have to. You have to assess it. See what the texture you know what? is. You know what? It's what all size. about. It's all about what you eat. <laughs> it's all, it's all going to make you it's feel different important. way. It's very important. Everybody all about assess your eat. poop. Assess but shit, yeah, <laughs> we're, you know, in this relationship, we're going to maintain a little bit of mystery, whether uh, you like it or not. We're going to maintain right, guys, a we'll little talk, bit of mystery. We'll, we'll remember this conversation in two, three years. And see oh, we're going to maintain a little right, goddamn we'll mystery. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Pass the ox. <laughs> you just switched the topic, though, fam. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Pass the ox um, card. Just pass the ox cord, Yeah. Just pass the ox cord. I've been uninspired yeah. musically. I have, like, really feel like I've burnt out <laughs> musically. Um, 
at this point, I really dig in Kate Trinata's album, loving the bop, loving the funk feel. Every single song is the same BPM. <laughs> so not mad at it's it. It's a it's a vibe, but that's it's it's Kate Trinata. Like he's solid. You it's know, it's a Kate Trinata album. It's a Kate Trinata album. Yeah. And he has all the features of all the like dopest artists. So I, I like his work. Um Um I I think I shouted out my homie Greg Nice got a new single out called Handful. Um, with Alfred Nomad, that's that's a bop. It's very dope. I'm really proud of him. But other than that, like, I've been a little uninspired lately. Uh, me, uh, on the other hand, I am I'm plenty inspired. I'm finding new shit all the time. I'm um, finding new shit, but I can't I'm remember finding, it right I'm now. I'm finding things that I can identify with. It, it, it takes it takes some it takes some time. It's not always perfect though. I've been in a little bit of a slump this ending ending of the year. I don't know what it is, but music wise and just yeah, even I get it. you know, just I just kinda wanna like I just wanna like stop everything. Like I've been listening to podcasts and interviews well, and reading okay. and audiobooks. Well that's past the oxygen. Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's, a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm on I'm on the Free Nationals right now. Oh, I haven't got a chance to listen to it. I think that that's pretty fire. And I also I also went and listened to an album that I let pass me because every now and then albums get passed. Which so one? We got to backtrack. So I went back and I you know I dug through uh, Action Bronson and Alchemist uh, Lamb Over Rice. When did that come out? I don't I don't know I don't know it's exactly. Not new. It's 2019. It's, oh, that's it's, okay. it's 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 new. It's okay. newer. It's newer. How do you like it? It's fucking fantastic. Oh, you didn't have to curse. I didn't have to curse. <laughs> I did. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful album. It's a wonderful piece of work. Okay. I love it. Uh, I've listened to it like 10 times in the last three I, days. I know. I've witnessed. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it again <laughs> okay. as I get ready to go out tonight. Okay. All right. It's amazing. Well. Dimitri. We're at the end of a decade and the end of this podcast. My grandparents learned English watching Martin. 24 episodes down. 24 episodes down. 24 more. We're doing go. 24 in the, in the new year. We're doing year? 24 in the new year, yo. What's up? Consistency. That's can double. I hold you account- can I hold you accountable? I just realized that. Why can't we just do like 12 or 15? That's once a month. <laughs> can I hold you accountable? 24. What's up? All right. Fist bump and pinky swear before we get out of here? All right. You want fist bump me and pinky swear? Fist bump. <laughs> Is that the pinky pew, swear? Pew, pew, pew. All right. Um, We're locked in. Twenty four episodes. We're gonna be consistent this yo, year. Yo, yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Listen, whoever is listening out there, I pray that you have a prosperous new year. Um, please be safe. Please be safe. Please be safe. Um, and most importantly, be safe. <laughs> that's it. Arrive alive. That's at the end of the day. Arrive alive. I don't care what you do, whether it's in a church or at the club, whether you smoking, drinking, whatever the case may be, like arrive alive, yo. Like there's so much to live for. So much to live for. We're really excited. 2020 is going to be a really big, big year for us. Um, We'll share more with you guys to come. But until then, Happy New Year. That was great. That Produced was, by yeah, that was, Wow.
Bye. Bye.